On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, well, gauging interest as we get closer to the NBA draft, that's when a lot of trades go down. Gauging interest on your players on your current roster, it seems that's what the 76ers are doing. And the man who wrote the story is my partner. We're going to check in with him shortly right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On is partnering with Arcade One Up to give away three free NBA Jam Shack machines. Stay tuned for later in the show to learn how to enter. What's up, D? What's going on, man? I think I want one of those Shaq machines. We'll see what we can do with Locked uh, Locked On 76ers and, you know, the arcade one up. See what we can do. I might be interested in that. Am I eligible? I don't know. Let's see, man. Like they, 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 send, they send us built bars or they send built bars in the mail. Let's see if they send us two of those machines. Two of them. Welcome. Yeah. You're Locked On 76ers. That's Keith Pompey. Of the Sixers beat right beat writer for the Enquirer.com. I'm Devon Givens, 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, and we have a lot to talk about. And before we do, we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, right here on Locked On 76ers. Well, Keith, this is now seven days away from the NBA draft, and that that's when. A lot of the information just starts to really just funnel in a a really good stream of information just continues to come out. Some of it true, some of it not so true uh, with the trade. I mean, with the NBA draft upcoming, a lot of trades happening, free agency thereafter. So we'll get into that. We have to get into another draft profile that we have. And we'll talk about a trade that was already executed on Wednesday between two Western Conference teams. And we'll get into all of that to start off the trades. But J. Michael Green also started off the trade uh, a couple of days ago. But that being said, you wrote a story that was very interesting. I know a lot of people picked up a lot of steam, obviously, locally and nationally, as you you reported in your story that the 76ers are at least gauging interest from around the NBA on some potential players on their current roster, including some key ones, Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibel, Furkan Korkmaz, and Shake Milton not to mention Danny Green and the 23rd overall pick, which we've already discussed. So uh, what was very interesting to me was just that right now, of course, during the the, the draft that, you know, they're trying to get feels out there to see what's there, not meaning they're going to do anything, just simply meaning what's going on out there. So can you explain, uh, you know, everything that you wrote in the story? uh, and, And if you will, also, who do you think would be most likely on the move if, in fact, something did happen by next Thursday's NBA draft. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Two great questions. Now let me explain it. Um, I think, I think you, you worded it uh, greatly uh, um, and wisely and, and, and perfectly. Right. So anyway, so here's the deal. What's going on right now is the Sixers know that the way that they, their current roster, the way it's constructed right now, that this isn't a roster that they have that can win a championship. Right. So what they're trying to do now is they're calling teams. They're trying to say, hey, how do you feel about this player? 
you know, this and that. It's like those preliminary discussions, so to speak. But the players whose names will keep coming up are, um, you know, Matisse, uh, Thibel, uh, Shake Milton, Furkan Korkmaz, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, and that pick. So what they're doing is they're, they're trying, as a source told me, they're in the process of compiling information. And then basically, once they're ready to make a trade or they think they have a trade, they know exactly what team to go and try to have discussions with. As they should. As they should. And what you're doing is you're trying to gauge and see if there's anybody, um, any team that says, hey, you know what? We really would like to have Tobias Harris. Yes, we, yeah, we're really interested in Matisse side. So that's what's happening now. And uh, it is one of those things where, like, let's let's face it, they know that in order for them to contend for a title, they have the 23rd pick right now. But in order for you to can- contend for a title, typically you're going to need some people who are veterans who could come in and make an instant impact. Right now, the reason why those are the guys who are talking or that, that they're bringing up and having discussions with is because they're the ones who have the most value outside of the big three, outside of James Harden, outside of Tyrese Maxey, outside of Joel Embiid. So these are the guys that the Sixers are saying, hey, do you want to come and, and, and make a trade for? You know what? That's a tough one because when you, the second question, when you ask about that, because you would think that Tobias Harris, because he makes the most money, that he would be the most enticing one, right? You know, he, of those guys, he's the best, you know, he's the a best player of that group, right? Yeah. But the problem is he's about to make $37 million, and he's a fourth option on the 76ers. So there are a couple teams who are looking at it and saying, okay, well, he's making 37 That's a lot of money that's going to go against our cap space. Are we willing to give up? I mean, take him and for for take all that, and he hasn't had the production of an all star. He hasn't been in a situation. You know, I think Matisse is intriguing. You know, I shake. I me personally, if I was a team and I was a, a bench team, and I know what Shake's salary is, I think that I might be intrigued to take Shake just because he can come off the bench. He can get buckets. But at the same time, you're going to get them for like a low value. So I would have to say him to me right now is tough because there are certain teams are saying we, we don't know if these are guys we really want to, you know, to take. But at the same time, I think Matisse has a huge upside. But I also know looking at Shake, he could be a guy who could come in and get buckets off the bench. And he has, and again, the team option is there. So they would have to pick up the team option in order for them to include him in any deal and, and move him on to whatever team that he would potentially go to. So that's interesting news. And again, people go check it out. The Check it out. See uh, what Keith wrote, check him out on Twitter where it's linked at Pompeii on Sixers and, and read the article It's pretty good, really in depth about things. And it's all about doing your, your due diligence and, and going around the league, collecting the information as you mentioned, the Sixers are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Well, one of the things, if they do keep the 23rd overall pick, we previewed a few of the players that could be there for them at pick number 23. We profile another. This one, he didn't go to college. He went directly to the G League. We'll talk about that player. Keith saw him in Chicago. and give us a little bit more on him as well. That will be next right here on Locked On 76ers. 
Well, got to tell you guys about my friends at Built Bar right now. And Built Bar, they keep adding different types of flavors. And right now, the mud pie. How about that one? You know our friends at Built are always coming out with new amazing flavors, right? Well, this time Built has truly outdone themselves with the new mud pie flavor. And for the first time ever, Built is introducing a new mud pie flavor in both mud pie bar and mud pie puff. Not sure what mud pie tastes like? Well, if you're a chocolate fan like I am, you better sit down for this. The new mud pie bar is rich whipped cream and chocolate mousse smothered in 100% real chocolate topped with cookies and cream crumble. Sounds delicious, right? And you feel better. You're not eating a candy bar or a cake. You're eating a built bar with this, which is healthy. You got to try it as soon as possible. You need to get to it right away. You need to hurry because it will be gone soon. The mud pie bar and puff are only available for a limited time. Visit built.com and taste the deliciousness for yourself. If you're not convinced, well, let me tell you, as always, 16 grams of protein and 150 calories, eight grams of sugar. It's like your mom baked the most deliciously creamy chocolate mud pie, and it's wrapped it up just for you. So if you're going for a workout, you're going for a late night treat, and you don't want to reach for that candy bar, you're trying to get away from that because you want to make sure your summer body is right, this is it. Again, chocolate mousse, whipped cream, cookies and cream, crumble. Stop drooling. Get to Built.com to order your box of mud pie bars and puffs now. You won't regret it. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So you love your mud pies, huh? Yeah, I do. You got me. They got me. You got me. I had to. I was drooling like the, you know, like I just said. So <laughs> sorry about that, folks. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcast. The nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from your local experts is free and available wherever you do get your podcast. Keith, let's profile um, a wing like we often talk about the Sixers need. And this guy went a different route. He didn't go to college. He went to the G League and the team Ignite. Uh, one of the talented young players coming out of high school went to the different route to get ready for the NBA and the NBA lifestyle. That is Marshawn Bochamp, the young player, again, for Team Ignite. You had a chance to speak with him and see him at Chicago, in Chicago at the NBA pre-draft combine uh, a few weeks back. And you came away kind of impressed with, you know, some of the things that you 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 talked to him about and, of course, read about him and getting your intel on him. So what do you make of Marshawn Bochamp? 6'6", young player, athletic, uh, fits the bill of what the 76ers need. The question is, can he come in and play right away and contribute on a championship contender? Yeah, that's the major question. Like, can he come in right away and contribute, uh, you know, a, um, a championship um you know, contender. You know, the funny thing is a lot of people say that and he is telling teams that he can, you know, be on the defensive side. He could become a Mikael Bridges or a Matisse Thibel type, right? You know, here's a guy, like you said, six six swing man. He has long arms, you know, so he's one of those guys that thinks that he can do that. Another thing is he he watches a lot of film, right? He 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 likes how he watches films of Bridges and Thibel, and he loves how they guard players like Luka Donich and, and Paul George, right? Now, on the offensive side, he says he sees himself potentially becoming like a Paul George, right? And the funny thing is he even mentioned that to the Pacers. 
But what he said to him, I'm talking about becoming like a Paul George. But what I mean that, I mean like how Paul George evolves. You know, Paul George came out of Fresno State. He wasn't like one of those most sought after players, so to speak. But he worked hard on his game and he developed and became an all-star. So the thing that really impressed me about Bochamp is when he went into these interview with teams, he interviewed them saying, how can you make me become an all-star? I want to know your plans for me and how you're going to make me become an all-star. So, you know, I like that. Now, right now, what he is, is he's like a defensive player. He can guard, you know, he can knock down a couple shots. He's like an energy guy. So he's kind of sort of like a Matisse Thibel, but he may be a better shooter than Matisse, right? So that's what I have for you with Bochamp. I think that he's a guy that if he's there, the Sixers would be, you know, fortunate to, to, to draft him. I mean, I do think that he could probably go in the top 20. I know the Sixers have number 23, so he could probably go somewhere in the top 20. So if he slides to him, you know, depending who's there, he could be a, a quality pickup if they keep that pick. <laughs> well, just to give some of the numbers, uh, in 12 games played, he averaged 15 points, 7.3 rebounds, 2.3 assists, 6'6", 199 pounds. I'd imagine that he maybe has put on that extra pound to uh, be that 200-pounder. He's 21 already, Keith. Uh, at this point, he doesn't turn 22 until uh, October. So he'll he'll be one of these players that we look at and, uh, you know, we sit there and look at and say young player coming in. But, you know, he's he's a little bit um, older, if, if you will. So um, he shot from three point range. Uh, looks like I'm trying to get the numbers here because I didn't see a lot of them, obviously, but uh three-point range i'm trying to look at it. it looks like uh let me see i don't have those numbers overall the splits in general but um he he seems like as you pointed out a talented player and uh maybe he's there maybe he's not we'll, we'll see but he's an intriguing player especially going the route of the g league and seeing if he can fit into a, a team uh you know once this once this thing really starts to, to go down so when you talked about him before, I was interested, but we keep seeing him in, pardon me, these mock drafts where he's going before pick 23. It might not, as you said, get to the 76 or so. Uh, with that, uh, I'd be very, very interested to see if he does fall. And if the Keith, they can't move that pick, I'd be interested to see how much they really like him to maybe move up a couple of spots, like we've seen with uh, Thibel and, and, and Maxi, of course, in the higher 20s there, 21 and 20 to see if they can uh, grab Marshawn Bochamp at 6'6", 200 pounds, come in right away and see if he can add something athletically with this basketball team. So interesting name, one that we don't know much about, but one we would certainly like to find a lot about if he is, in fact, selected by the Sixers. And there were some moves already in the NBA on Wednesday night. We'll tell you what that is. Two Western Conference teams got together for a trade involving a, uh, what, 17-point-per-game score, I think he was, and – a draft pick in the 20s. We'll get to that next right here in the NBA Finals, Locked On 76ers. Boom shakalaka. We have big news. The one and only NBA Jam is back. Arcade 1UP, the leader at in at-home retro arcade games, 
is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger than ever with a wait for it Shaq edition machine. People are obsessed with an NBA jam, and I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire in one of the first sports games ever featured real and digitalized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no three throws, no quarters required. Compete with friends and families through all new Wi-Fi leadership boards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from arcade1up.com. That's arcade, the number one up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade One Up is the one place for fun. They've got even more classic games like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just $3.99. Check this out. They are giving away NBA Jam Shack Edition to a locked on listener. Enter for a chance to win game consoles for your man cave at arcade1up.com backslash locked on. That's arcade, the number one, up.com backslash locked on. You got till July 8th to enter and win NBA Jam Shack Edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? So, D, who are you going to play with? Um, That's a great question because I was a big NBA Jam fan. I used to like to play with uh, Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Um, that was fun. Um, that was a good one. Yeah. Probably uh, the best one. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that, that was good. And, yeah, so I, I know we – work here and uh, it says listeners I do listen to locked on 76ers I do listen to other locked on <laughs> podcasts so <laughs> we have to see if, if if I if I and you qualify if we qualify for this because I would like to play NBA jam on this new system with the Shaq edition so uh hey hey guys hey guys what's up I know right you like it too. <laughs> Kobe would be nice. <laughs> might be the best one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so reports came out from two uh, national uh, sources that the Dallas Mavericks and the Houston Rockets get together for a trade. Houston is sending Christian Wood, who had a, a big year for the Houston Rockets, to Dallas for Boban Marjanovic, Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, and Marquise Chris. But I think most importantly for Houston is also the 26th overall pick in next week's draft, Keith. So I don't know. As soon as this happened on Wednesday night and I, I talked about it on the radio show, I had a caller call in who was upset that Christian Wood went to Dallas and why didn't the Sixers get involved? So I think it's a good move for Dallas to, to add another talented piece. He can play both the four and the five. A little slight for the five, but he can certainly play it at times because of the small ball nature of today's NBA. Uh, he can stretch out. He can hit the open shot, play back to the basket. He is athletic. He can run the floor. We have a lot of history with him because he played with the Sixers during their rebuild. So I was around for that. Uh, the G League, he was in the with the 87ers and the Bluecoats a lot here in Philadelphia. So 
he was always a player that had the talent, very intriguing. But for me, I always looked at him as a guy who thought, why you want confidence from your player? I always thought he thought he was better than he was. You know what I mean? And uh, so for, for, for any Sixer listeners and viewers, I just don't know how he would have fit here uh, next to Embiid because he's going to want those touches. Uh, if he's starting and Tobias Harris is not a part of a deal, uh, those those three in the front court, while I, I, I get it, I can I, obviously I can see it, he can shoot, he can score. Where does he get his touches? Is he going to be okay with minimal touches? Not the same type of volume that he may have gotten in Houston versus here. Uh, what do you think of that, Keith? Because there are people who want it. When you see anybody move, it's always your team, especially the championship contender. Why didn't my team go get player X, in this case, Christian Wood? Do you see where there could have been a fit in this case? And especially giving up that package, it's like they didn't really give up much to get Christian Wood, who can give you up to uh, 17 points a game on average. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I get it. Like, you know, like you say, he could give you almost 17. I mean, he averaged 19, 1, 9, and 9.9 oh, rebounds the last two two seasons, right? The thing that concerns me about this one is that he's heading into the final year of his contract, you know, 14.3. So they basically gave up all those players, and I get it, but they also gave up a first-round pick for a guy who could possibly walk if he's not happy with his role. Because let's face it, this is Lucas' team. They have some other perimeter players. But, you know, this is 14.3, which and by today's NBA, I mean, believe me, for me, that's a lot of money. But in today's NBA, that's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, um, you're giving up a first-round pick for a guy with an expiring contract. Now, yes, they gave up these guys, like four players, the um, you know, a Boban, Marquise Chris, Trey Burke, and Sterling Brown. But they don't make, I just, yeah. huh? they don't make a lot of money. Boban yeah, makes they, a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, they don't yeah, they don't make a lot of money, but you're giving up four players and you and you're giving up essentially the, a draft pick um for a guy with expiring. Now, there are some people in Philadelphia that's upset, but here's the deal. Like I, you know, like you said, they don't make a lot of money, but they make more money than what the Sixers have. And then, you know, they also looking at that pick. Like I, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just don't. I don't really see Houston also trying to help out the Seventy Sixers either after Daryl Morey left. You know what I mean? I just don't see that happening. You know. Secondly, like I'm with you. You know, uh, the first thing I when they made this trade, I'm thinking about. Well, is Christian Wood going to get into it with Luca? Because he's thinking like, "Yo, give me the rock." You know, I need to be the star. Settle so, down, Christian Wood. Yeah, Settle yeah. down. <laughs> but am I right though? Am I right a little bit? Like, you know, like remember initially when he was in Houston, I, and I like Christian, but initially when he was in Houston, him and James seemed like they had a little bit of friction. You know what I mean? Christian well, James wanted to be trying to get out of there, so. He was trying to, but a lot of times, one one time it was like Christian had the ball and he ain't passed it to James. And it was like, you know, gave him that side eye. I would so, too, but yeah. go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is it is what it is, but, you know, I, I understand it. But a lot of people got to understand the Sixers can't trade. They got one draft pick. They can't trade that pick until uh, – or or they can, they can trade – they can set up a trade, like, you know, agree to a trade – but that person has to walk across the stage as a 76er mm-hmm. on draft night, and then they can make it official. So, like, just because the 76ers aren't doing something now 
doesn't mean that they don't have anything in the works or, or something like they're working on. This they got plenty of time. Just the beginning. Absolutely. Uh, well, this may not be the beginning. It could be the end in the NBA Finals, Keith, tonight. Game six, Dallas. I mean, Golden State, Boston, game six, 3-2, headed to Boston, Golden State, an opportunity to close it out. What's your right now early prediction for game six? I have Chicago. Uh, let's say Chicago. I have Boston winning. Okay. I mean, seven? Okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, forcing game. I mean, they had two days to think about the last two butt whippings they took. So, you know, I think maybe they'll, you know, they'll come out and, and, and play with some energy. And, and I mean, let's face it, you know, they say if you're a great player, you don't have to, you don't have back-to-back bad, bad games. Well, they got a couple guys who are elite players who need to, to, uh, you know, to, uh, to come out and have a great game. And, and I think that at least one of them will, right. If not both, but I, but I think that Boston will um, win Game Six. Go Dubs! <laughs> go Dubs! Andrew Wiggins, go get thirty instead of twenty-six. <laughs> Steph, drop another forty spot on him. Go Dubs! Haters going to hate. <laughs> go Dubs! <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. On our next episode, we'll preview again uh, another player for the profiling of the NBA draft, which will be next week. It'll be our final podcast of the week. And then, you know, we'll have some stuff more for you next week, but we'll get into another player and hopefully we'll be talking about the NBA champions, Golden State Warriors. Go Dubs. Now, make your second listen Locked On NBA for Locked On uh, NBA experts covering the biggest stories around the league. NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, let the people know. Hey, listen, you can get this podcast wherever you can subscribe to this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts at. But if you want to get the YouTube channel podcast locked on 76ers, what you do is you go to YouTube, log on to the click on to the locked on 76ers podcast or, uh, you know, search it up. And when you get on there, you see that Liberty Bell, click on that Liberty Bell, and that's how you subscribe to us. You click on the Liberty Bell, and the next thing you know, you can keep up with our podcast. But also, it will be nice, and it will, you would do yourself a favor by following my man, Divine, on Twitter. You can follow him at, at DivineG975 on Twitter, and you can follow me at Pompey on Sixers on Twitter. Well, Keith. Go Dubs. <laughs> have a good night, man. Have me, I mean, have a good rest of your day, man. Thanks. All right, brother. Same to you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>